Hey, what's up? It's your girl Chai. Long time no here, but you are tuned in to an October 2023 episode of Chai Chat. Why did I say the date? Because I am aware that it's been a while since we last spoke. However, life has been lifing. You know how that go. I've had every intention of getting on here and, you know, just shooting the shit. Because I know my haters and my fans are tuning in. But, yeah, life has been life in, for one. Um, I don't know if I said this before, but I got orders. So, I am leaving Texas, actually, at the end of this month. Wow. It is October. Yeah. So, I'm leaving Texas at the end of the month. I'm not going to disclose where I am going yet. But... I am in fact going. It was in question due to the threats of the government shutting down. Because if the government shuts down, it means like a budget couldn't be decided on. And that means that my PCS or permanent change of station for those who never served or have any familiarity with it. That means it can't be funded. So orders would be revoked or rescinded. And then it would be republished at a later time when a budget is um, determined and finalized. However, that would have been catastrophic for me and my family because I've already gave notice to everyone around me. Hey, we're leaving. And even though, you know, I live in a military town and they're military orders or government orders. So they would have to comply no matter what. If I, if I can't leave, I can't leave. You're going to have to, you know do what it do it's just that when we decide well not when we when we have to go on orders when we have to leave the state or station that we're at it it causes a domino effect obviously it's like oh okay you gave me your notice now I can you know put this vacancy up for the apartment or I can you know do this and do that like my son's daycare I gave them notice So now my son's spot is no longer really his spot. He's just riding out the last few days and then that spot is someone else's, right? So you see what I'm saying? Like it's a domino effect of certain things that would be just hellish. But luckily there, it was postponed for 45 days. They came up with some type of resolution. I I don't remember the exact details all I wanted to know was are my orders going to stand or not they're standing okay we're getting the fuck up out of here as soon as possible so that's basically the bulk of everything that I've been dealing with um drama at work per usual but I won't get into that I won't get into that until much much later so niggas ain't connecting dots and shit you feel me um what else any relationship drama not necessarily a situationship that was awesome and then of course it inevitably went left um so that got on my nerves but it wasn't anything like devastating but it did make me just kind of go back into my cocoon and reassess things because there were things that I was getting triggered by that I thought I had a handle on and so it was definitely one of those moments where it was like the mirror was being held up and it's like okay you've made some progress but you still have some work to do as far as you know controlling emotions and your triggers knowing how to identify them and how to like handle them and stuff like that just stuff like that you know whatever but 
I wanted to get on here. I mean, there's been so much fuckery going on in celebrity world that I don't even know where to begin. But what really, really made me want to connect today was the fact that Tupac's murderer or one of the ones who were involved in his murder has finally been called to task. The roosters have flown home. And this obviously has sent ripples, not only across the hip hop community, but just the industry in general. I honestly feel like for the past 10 years or so, there's just been a huge reckoning when it comes to just the industry's antics and stuff like that. Things that were acceptable and, and, and okay, which were obviously toxic from the very beginning but now it's not so much like people are holding people accountable they're pressing charges they're you know just etc etc and we've seen like a-list legendary people you know come to task so i'm gonna be real with you the murder of tupac was something for me that was a huge mystery i didn't think that i would live to see it be solved i thought it was one of those things like it's never going to come out. And I and because it was such a mystery for me, I thought the government was involved. I did. I never believed that Tupac was still alive um, because his legacy is just so huge and his impact is so huge. And I just don't see someone who's alive, you know, just not coming forward with such a huge legacy and, and impact on people who were born like 20 years after his death. Like, that's crazy. But he had a huge impact on people. And so I've always accepted that Tupac was no longer here. I just thought that the whole, you know, the murder itself and then the subsequent five days in a coma, he passed away, unfortunately. And then, you know, the speedy burial or cremation or whatever. It was just like, where, like, where is he? Like, and I think I read somewhere that he was Muslim or something. And so they, they, did it by the muslim custom which is to you know so when someone dies you know they need to be buried or something within three days i don't know i i I hate to sound ignorant or whatever i don't know but it definitely wasn't um a christian burial i think i don't know I, i need to read up more on that and i think when i was like 15 i saw a leaked photo of his autopsy picture but they said it it was fake. I don't think there ever was an autopsy. I'm not sure. But it was always like, is that him? Is that not him? It looked exactly like him. I'm not even going to hold you. If you know what I'm talking about, it was a black and white picture. It showed Tupac on the uh, autopsy table. And he had been cut in a typical Y incision that is uh, standard in autopsies so that they could open up the chest cavity and the abdominal cavity and do their thing but the picture that I saw was like his you know it was obvious that it either was starting or they completed the autopsy and his head had the incision where you know you pull the flap over you know I don't want to get graphic but you know where I'm going with this if you saw that picture and so I always thought that was him but I also accepted that it probably wasn't. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I, I keep an open mind about things. But anyway, 
So his murderer, who's about 60 years old, kept yapping in his mouth. Well, they said that he didn't murder him. This is what the streets are saying. The streets are saying that, and this is apparently, this has always been known to the street niggas in LA or something. Like they always knew who killed him. Um, and I've heard that, like the, the name Orlando and Keith or whatever, like I've always heard those names floating around, but I don't live in LA and I have no interest in going to LA, no shade, but (laughs) so I didn't know, no things like I know certain things about New York shit. Cause I grew up in New York, um, half my life and my dad is from New York and he's from the streets and he's from the same, you know, neighborhoods and hoods and whatever that the certain things and certain celebrities are from that underwent certain mysteries. And I won't get into it because this shit is for real, for real. And my dad always warned me about, you know, can't be talking about certain shit because shit is still in play. Like, there's still people, even if they're the person has been dead for decades their family is still around right their family's still around their set is still around people know the stories they know the truth and they will fucking retaliate like on site i don't know if anyone watched that documentary on king bond that was done it was like an amateur documentary on youtube by trap lord ross and he was explaining how bond may have been a serial killer like he was just racking up bodies or so the legend goes and and there was a guy who came out and he was just like, you can't just be talking like shit like this because there's still people who are very much vested into what happened. And that even though that nigga is dead, we can still get our own little street justice. That's basically what he was saying. And that pretty much means your family can get touched. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Vaughn's family can possibly get touched or whatever. That's what he was saying. I ain't say the shit. I don't know Vaughn. But yeah, that's what my dad was saying. Like, and that's why I know certain things about New York and shit like that. But I'm not going to just yap my mouth at my dad for sure. Like, he didn't tell me and my brother certain things until we were in our 30s. Deadass. Like, we were grown, grown. And so, and even then, he's still, like, kind of cryptic and stuff like that. Because, again, there's just certain things. If you're a real OG, you know what's up. You don't talk about certain things. So, but anyway, it, so I'm basically trying to juxtapose this to how it was in LA, apparently, in that people knew who murdered Tupac. People knew who were involved. But again, it was just one of those things like, you know, that's the other business, you know, we'll let whatever, whatever happen and whatever it be, it'll be. So, Unfortunately, Keith, I don't know what the fuck his problem is, but he's definitely not an OG. He definitely didn't comply by those type of street rules or whatever. And he just was yapping his fucking mouth. Now, I've been looking at the blogs and the comments and stuff, and they were like, he was under the impression that he was granted immunity. And that's why he kept yapping his motherfucking mouth. Um, Some people say he was actually an informant. And he thought that him being an informant would grant him certain protections. And that's why he was so loose with the gums and talking about certain things. Whatever, whatever. So, 
everybody was just flabbergasted and been flabbergasted as to why this nigga keeps getting on camera getting on audio and recording his crimes and shit like that and so because he got on these interviews and stuff the feds or whoever it is turned their attention i don't know if it's the feds um i don't think there there's talks that the feds might pick up a case against him i think it's the state of uh nevada that turned their attention to him because tupac passed away in nevada if that's yeah las vegas yeah that's where it was like he got shot in las vegas so they turned their attention to him and it was because he did some interview and so they were the man who got on in front of the cameras was like yo we were ready for this to be a cold case indefinitely but we received a tip in 2018 uh and it was media related meaning you know keith was on doing an interview or something or media related and it turned their attention to him and they started paying closer attention to what this idiot was saying and they said that and this is the the sheriff or whoever it was the sheriff whoever was the lead detective or whatever speaking on behalf of the department he was saying that the things that this nigga was saying were things that were lining up with the facts of the case and i'm thinking that maybe the certain facts was not necessarily known to the public that's usually how that goes because if you know all the facts of a fucking murder case or whatever you could just be some um idiot that's like a fanatic and you're just going to you know some people just look for fame they don't care how they get it so some people study these cases and then try to pretend that they were involved in a way but anyway so whatever it was they tied this dude to it and was like this nigga knows something because what he's saying lines up with what we've already investigated and what we've already determined to be truth and so because of that they've been watching this dude closely since 2018 my nigga imagine imagine being under surveillance and you don't even fucking know it since for like what what year are we in for five years yeah for five years i would be gagged i would be so fucking gagged like oh my god these niggas been watching me and combing through shit for five years oh my god i'll be so gagged and pissed but anyway well long story short they got enough to um get a search warrant for his place whatever this nigga had in his home sealed the motherfucking deal baby because i remember when that news came out it was like two or three weeks ago and it was like oh he they got a search warrant for his place i'm like what the fuck and so now he's arrested i wonder what the fuck they found now being as tupac was a high profile celebrity and it was a high profile murder and it's been a high profile mystery forever i'm pretty sure that nigga has some type of trophies in his home some type of memorabilia or something that tied him to that murder which i think is absolutely sick and disgusting absolutely sick and disgusting and depraved and evil it's okay i mean it's bad like from the story goes i don't know i don't remember all the details but 
I'm just gonna cut to the chase. Tupac got into got jumped some guy. I think it was Orlando. He jumped some guy in the casino, the MGM casino or whatever. And this guy, you know, had some ties. He had some gang ties. He was kind of a heavy hitter. And so because of him getting jumped that way, that dude went to his uncle Keith or whatever. I think it was Orlando. Went to his uncle Keith or something. And he told Keith, you know, what happened? This nigga tried me. Hold on. I might eat. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm hungry. This nigga tried me. Need to handle it. I want him dead. And Keith got whatever needed to happen. And it happened. So... that's the way it went i'm so sorry <laughs> this is so ghetto i'm hungry but anyway now what i'm seeing in the comments now because apparently some of the interviews that keith was doing he was saying that he works for rich black niggas that he put in some work for a rich black nigga i don't know if it was a rich black nigga or rich black niggas but the implication that is going around in the streets, the mumblings and grumblings, is that now that Keith has been called to task, Diddy is on his way up to be held accountable. They're saying that Diddy was also involved in the murder, which we all suspected, of course. But they're saying that Keith is going to roll over, baby. And he's going to spill the beans on Diddy's involvement. And it's going to be a glorious day. Because apparently Diddy is just a shysty, dirty ass nigga. I mean, we've already seen how he does his artists. And his girlfriend. And his baby mamas. So, yeah. Girlfriend. It seems like the only people he care about is his kids. Which is cool. Fine. But. They're saying. That. Diddy called the hit. Or he put money. Ben put money on Tupac's head. And was like yo get that nigga. And so. It was more than just. Tupac and. Um, what's that nigga thing. I forgot that big nigga. I forgot his name. He, he he's in jail right now. He's always in jail. But anyway, um, it was more than just them jumping Orlando. It was also about because they're saying like could have easily talked him down. Like nah, he ain't worth it. Just take your L, move on. But they're saying that Diddy wanted that dude dead. And he went to the L.A. street niggas and was like, I want this nigga out of here. Talking about Tupac. And that's what sealed the deal for real, for real on Tupac. And they're saying that Diddy also wanted Biggie dead. Now, for what? I don't know. That I'm unclear of. I mean, it's pretty obvious why he would want Tupac dead, but I'm not clear on why he would want his friend and his artist, uh, Biggie to be dead but that was really why i got on here because i'm like 
bro like this shit just keeps getting crazier and crazier um i was like seven when tupac died but i love mysteries ever since i was growing up i just love reading about mysteries and tupac was one of those big mysteries tupac and biggie and again i just thought it was like you know a bruder triangle or amelia earhart like one of those things that you're just not gonna really know but as i've gotten older these mysteries have been getting solved like amelia earhart I think they said, the last time I checked, they said that they found her uh, bones and that she was most likely, she most likely passed away in, the, in a crash and that the, those big ass crabs that are in that, on that island, they're fucking big. They're like spider crabs or something. They're, they disposed of her body, something like that, but they found her bones. So I think that mystery has been solved. And for me, I'm just like, oh my God, like I'm actually seeing the truth being revealed these days and i remember reading somewhere that they were like you know we're living in the age of uh truths will be unveiled things that were once hidden will be uncovered and so for me i feel like this is one of those things it's like oh my god it's one of those confirmations and that's one and then two like somebody said in the comments that i read there was like isn't it any wonder that diddy has literally been heavy heavy in the media's eye for the past like two or three years and i'm like they're so right and usually when this stuff happens something big's about to happen with that person it could be death it could be a scandal that's about to be uncovered but i've noticed a pattern like usually when people are like constantly in the media's eye constantly getting all this attention sometimes accolades something big is about to happen i suspect that Keith old ass is going to do exactly what people think he's going to do, which is he is going to expose Diddy. And you know what? Diddy has made so many en- enemies that he's going to have to stand alone in that. And if he gets exposed, I think it's going to be a domino effect. A whole lot of people are going to get exposed. Who else? I don't know. Maybe Jay-Z. I hope not. Because as y'all know, Jay-Z is my favorite rapper. And Beyonce is my favorite singer. So, there's that. <laughs> so, I hope not. Because if he gets exposed, Beyonce gets exposed. What will he get exposed for? I don't know. They say uh, Jay-Z is shiesty too. But it's nowhere near as bad as Diddy. Or maybe it is. And he just strikes the fear of people and they don't talk about it. I honestly couldn't tell you. But I think in a broader sense, it just goes to show that chickens will come home to roost. They will. And your decisions, while they may have occurred decades ago, some time ago, whatever time means to you, um, they can come back. They can come back and and bite your ass squarely on your right cheek. And and you are going to have to deal with that. You're going to have to, uh, you know, determine your legacy. And apparently Keith was saying he didn't care about going to prison because he's been in prison most of his life and 
it won't be nothing for him like sir what and then somebody was saying they don't think he's going to live to see the new year that would make sense to me too i mean come on y'all gotta understand i mean it's it's right there happening in our faces these rappers i'm speaking on rappers specifically because it's not just rappers but these rappers flaunt their street ties constantly they constantly flaunt their street ties some of them seek them out i'm thinking of uh chris brown he's not a rapper he's rapped but he's not a rapper he's a singer however chris brown made it a point when he really started hanging out in la on the west coast or whatever he made it a point to link up with that gang shit i think he's with pyru he made it a point and i remember watching him as it was happening and i was just like why the fuck is this nigga getting involved in that like come on but he i'm using him as an example because he's far from the only one a lot of them seek out these gang ties for protection okay a lot of how things work in in rap the rap industry speaking on the males i don't know how the females get down but speaking on the males i don't think they fuck with the females like that like it's like uh, sidebar i don't think they fuck with the females like that because a lot of them they you know they don't take them seriously like a lot of the females um tend to throw up gang signs and they're not really down with the set um and for the most part the niggas don't be phased by it even if it's like they're ops they don't really be phased by it because they're females and they and they know they're doing it to be cute and 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 whatever so if that's not the case anymore let me know but that's what i've been seeing but anyway a lot of these male rappers when they go to different cities they have to check in they have to check in with certain people because you can't just come in my motherfucking city with your set some of them some of those bodyguards are in fact gang members and things like that some of the artists themselves are in fact gang members keep in mind like niggas has been nigging for (laughs) a long time before they got put on like rod wave rod wave i believe is a crip he been a crip he got famous he's just a crip that got famous for rapping good right blueface blueface is a crip been a crip before he released that terrible but trendy song Fatiana. but he been a crip still a crip always gonna be a crip those are just examples right so you can't just go to certain places just show up and you did not check in i don't know what check-in means necessarily it could be you gotta pay a fee it could be um you gotta you know just announce that you're here you know you don't mean no harm you're just trying to get your bag and then you're gonna dip out you're not trying to like be in certain places you just you're touching down performing and then you're flying out you just gotta let somebody know that uh it could be something like that but that is a real thing niggas gotta check in okay so what i'm saying is this there are a lot of a plus list industry people who are involved in these type of street politics and who are funding a lot of these street politics like let's be clear it doesn't necessarily have to be the industry person at play with what's going on because there's a lot of murders occurring in the streets and shit like that some of that shit is funded by other people it could be the government it could be the industry niggas it could be some rich wealthy niggas it could be anybody they're funding some of these wars 
they're providing some of the weapons that are flooding the streets. They're providing the drugs. They're buying the drugs. They're selling the drugs. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. And so I think with Keith being arrested for this murder of Tupac, a legend, it's going to have a domino effect unless they somehow come together and get a hold of this egg quick. And the only way I can see that happening is if Keith dies like i'm sorry like prison is not going to shut this nigga up he has nothing to lose he's already said this plenty of times he does not care so what would keep him from talking in prison right so i agree with that commenter who said yo i don't see this nigga making it to the new year i don't know if it's going to be that soon it might be being as things have been rolling pretty fast with him um but I will say that he is the tip of the iceberg. It's not just about Tupac. It's about the fucking entire industry uh, and their involvement with gang particulars, with the drug, the street drug industry, the underground industry, and etc. This shit is huge, bro. So you have to listen to some of these lyrics that these niggas be talking about. Some of them be capping, but a lot of them don't. A lot of them be veiling their truths in these lyrics. Some people think, oh, just to make them sound hard or whatever. No, 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 no. <coughs> Sometimes. But I don't think that happens as often as people like to pretend it does. But yeah, a lot of them are involved in some crazy, crazy shit. And a lot of these street niggas know that, obviously. And so they're being paid to keep things going. A lot of these rappers and artists are not getting their money from music. They're not getting rich from music. Or they're not sustaining their wealth from music. They're just fucking not. I'm sorry. They're not. That's not the way it works. Especially now that the industry has changed. It's extremely difficult to maintain a certain lifestyle and maintain riches and et cetera, et cetera. Through music alone. And so many artists have spoken about spoken out about that. So a lot of them are supplementing their uh, income, their artist income with drugs, with guns, um, and possibly assassinations street assassinations and you're thinking why would an artist care about some random street nigga getting gunned down somewhere well that street nigga may know something that street nigga may be impeding on their operations that street nigga may be somebody from higher who wants them dead you never know because also we have to keep in mind just because they're artists and they're you know top of the game a-list or whatever and they're rich that doesn't necessarily mean they're at the top of the food chain that does not mean that at all some of these street niggas are actually using the artists some of these street niggas are using these artists as puppets for their shit some of these artists are not necessarily voluntarily paying street niggas they're being muscled into paying street niggas does that make sense so again i think this is the tip of the iceberg i think if keith survives i think we're going to see a lot more exposing being done but realistically i don't see that happening i really feel like this niggas days are very much numbered because the stakes are way too high they're just way too high and this nigga clearly does not give a fuck and now that he's arrested i 
I really don't think that he cares it seems like so y'all may think I'm being dramatic or whatever but just pay attention to the blogs pay attention to the comments that are really talking about this there's a lot of OGs in the comments that's another thing there's a lot of OG pages that get into you know the origins of hip-hop the um the relationships the fashion and all of this but there was a there's a lot of ogs in the comments who aren't necessarily famous but who are adjacent to the things that are happening with these artists the things that are happening with these street niggas and a lot of them know shit and they be spilling little gems of tea and stuff like that um a good place to start for sure is this page called art mcgudson i think it's a-r-t-e-m-u g-u-d-s-o-n something like that he be spilling some tea baby and there be people in his comments spilling tea but he don't necessarily spill tea he just you know if he sees something that's not right he'll correct it he'll just say no that's not right or he'll like speak in code kind of like he don't necessarily spill tea but he he's letting niggas know what's up in certain ways you just got to pay attention keep your head on a swivel and keep your mind open to the possibilities um there's another one i follow his name escapes me but he definitely gets into the nitty-gritties of new york um and just like the 80s the 90s scene or early 2000s but it's usually the 80s and 90s he really talks about you know just the the influence the impact the origins of certain things in the hip-hop rap industry and then again there are ogs in his comments who were there who were there he spills tea a little bit they spill some tea a little bit or they correct facts or whatever um and it's not unheard of like like i said my my dad is will be 60 right so think about that he'll be 60 this year my dad grew up in new york city i'm not gonna say where my dad knows shit like right like these rappers these ogs these legends they were just regular niggas hip-hop was nowhere near um the caliber that it is now hip-hop was like underground it was like it was very very new genre so a lot of these niggas was still on the block but spitting legendary rhymes and shit making legendary moves but they were still niggas at the end of the day they were still on the block so a lot of a lot of the ogs know shit right they know shit they know the origins of shit they know how shit started they know beef that's still going because of certain shit like whatever you get what i'm saying so that's all i had to say about this this is very interesting to me i'm actually an enthusiast of hip-hop rap um history and just the rumblings the things that aren't necessarily mainstream so this is something that's like tickling my fancy a little bit i love it well i don't love it but i'm just saying like this shit is crazy and like i said we're living in an age of truths being uncovered unveiled so it's about to get real guys i think 2024 is definitely gonna hit a little bit different so um Thanks for tuning in. Sorry if it was rambling. Sorry if the sound was off. I got excited, so it might be loud as shit in some parts. But you know, I'm doing the best I can. And I hope you guys have a great day, a great rest of your week. Maybe I'll pop on to talk about certain shit. Because I wanted to talk about Doja Boy. Like, I used to be a huge Doja Cat fan. But she she's into some shit that I just... It's deep. It's deep, y'all. And I wanted to get into it. And I'm trying to get my thoughts together on that. But thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys have a great, 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 great day. Bye.